This is a fit mess with Zach and Jeremy. Well, okay, we can't put it off any longer. We actually could. Should we? Sure, let's let's okay, come back on. and do this later. Just hang on. Okay, yeah, no time like the present. Here we go. It's the Fit Mess. I'm Jeremy. That's Zach. What's up, everyone? We are joined this week by Sifu Carl Romain. He's a world champion kung fu fighter. Uh, more importantly, he's really good at not putting stuff off. He's a, he's an expert at not procrastinating. He's got a podcast and a book and all that stuff that we'll tell you all about in just a little bit. Uh, but we are talking to him this week about procrastination because if you heard our last episode, you heard that that was a major factor in why it took us a month in between episodes to get uh, to get that last show done. And so we figured let's try and focus on uh, on fixing that uh, part of our lives a little bit. I know for me, a big reason why I tend to put things off like that uh, has to do with perfection or perfectionism. It has to do with low self-esteem and feeling like I'm not capable of doing something well enough or or, uh, or doing it at all. And uh, that last episode, um, I think, spoke to that and I think, I think revealed that a little bit. Uh, and so a lot of times it is just a, a matter of taking one step and, and trying to push forward and, and get the thing done that you're putting off because it's really not that painful. Yeah, agreed. I've always struggled with procrastination. I think in the last few years, just as the some of the projects that I've been working on have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, and you know, it turns into a big elephant. It's really tough to uh, get around procrastination because everyone does it. It's such a natural thing. It's so easy. It's so easy to do. Well, and it's really easy, I think, because when there is something that you don't want to do or you're not excited to do, you're not motivated to do, it's really easy to inflate that thing into this just this huge mountain or, or elephant, as you reference. Um, and like anything, whether it's getting ready to go to work and you don't want to that morning or that project that you've got to get turned into your boss or that homework that you've been putting off or whatever, it's always a matter of the little steps you need to take to get it done and when you can really focus on that and really decide, you know, how to break that out into smaller projects, it's way less intimidating and way less likely to be put off and to cause you to be so anxious about it and have it really dominate so much of your life when it really, whatever it is, doesn't have to be that big of a deal. No, it doesn't have to be. But for a lot of us, myself included, it has always been a big deal. I, I always use the... Uh, the excuse that I work better under pressure and that's why I procrastinate. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I actually am really good at getting things done at the last minute simply because I've had so much practice. Well, there's something, doing it. there's something to be said for that though, because you so often, if you're given, you know, a month to do something that you know is only going to take an hour, you're not going to do it. And and if you took that month and every day spent five minutes, you'd, I don't think it would be as good as if you spent that, that focused hour on whatever that thing is and a lot of times you're not motivated to do it, motivated, motivated to do it. It's a new word. Until the clock demands it. You know, like I can I can him and haw all morning long and I can sip my coffee. Oh, God, I got to get ready. I got to make, got to make lunch for the kids. Got to make lunch for myself. Oh, I just don't want to. Yeah. And I'll put it off for, oh, just five more minutes. Just five more minutes. Yeah. And then finally it's like, time to go. Boom. And you're forced into action by the clock. Yeah. It's interesting. I've I've always looked back at procrastination and tried tried to figure out what it is that's causing me to procrastinate. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, 
it, is it really just truly I don't want to do something, right. or is there something else going on? Mm-hmm. And I've I, it took a lot of time, but I've I was able to you know bring it all back to my childhood and the uh, the wonderful phrase that my dad always used to tell me after I you know you know as a kid I I can't you know do a task to perfection. Mm-hmm. I was a kid, but I would do a task, and my dad would always say to me, "If you're going to do it, do it right the first time." And that has stuck with me for years and years and years. So whenever I come up against a new task, that's the first thing that comes into my head is I got to do it right the first time. Well, it has to be perfect the first time. Well, I don't know if I can do it perfect, (laughs) so I might as well not do it. (laughs) And then I end up not, you know, for as simple as like, you know, renewing the tabs on my car. Mm -hmm. Am I going to click the right button? Am I going to pay the right price? Am I going to overpay? Am I going to underpay? Am I going to get arrested because I'm driving a car without tabs? (laughs) It it gets crazy and that's when my anxiety kind of plays into it a little bit too so i have battled procrastination and i i still lose on a daily basis but i think i've won enough small wins with it that uh i i can be a little authoritative when i talk about it it's funny that you mentioned the the tabs thing cuz for me like on on a non emissions year no problem I'll, I'll go online click click like if it's something i can jump online and do really quick i will do it no problem no no worries at all for me, uh, if it's if it's not a self-esteem related thing, it is something like, oh, God, this year I've got to go to the emissions test. And I'm sure when I go, I'm going to fail. And then when I fail, I'm going to have to find a mechanic that can fix the thing. And then that mechanic's going to totally screw me. And it's gonna he's going to tell me that basically my car is not worth the money it's going to take to fix it. So then I'm going to have to go and buy a new car. And then that car is going to need to pass emissions in a couple of years. Like, I rabbit hole the shit out of that. But it's not so much I can't do it. It's there are going to be all these obstacles put in my way to prevent me from doing what should be a simple task of going and buying a sticker to put on my license plate. Yeah. Because that's ultimately all I'm doing. That's what's I called catastrophic thinking. Yes, I yeah. live. That's where I live. That's that's where this head is most of the time. Is whatever the thing is. I'm reminded of uh, the one time I. I don't know why I'm reminded of this. The one time I tried uh, to learn how to snowboard. I'm going to. Go down the hill. I'm going to break my neck. I'm going to be paralyzed. This is going to ruin me, you know. Or best case scenario, I'm going to suck and look like an idiot, and everyone's going to laugh, and I'm going to be humiliated. It's I never go to. Oh, I could probably do this. So, did you ever learn to snowboard? Uh, I spent an afternoon doing it badly. Nice. Yeah. At least maybe, you, maybe two afternoons. At least you tried. I did try. Yes. Yeah. As I've gotten older. The uh, the mortality thing has kicked in. Certainly, that, oh god, that's big a time. that's a good a good reason to procrastinate a lot of things for me, like going to the grocery store because I don't want to get into an accident. Right. So of course I can't go to the grocery store and get milk. <laughs> You're not healthy. safe. You're not so, safe. So you know it's just going to blow up into a bigger thing. <laughs> it's funny the uh, do it right the first time thing. A, a well intended phrase. I mean, uh, clearly the idea is really focus and do a good job. Do a good don't job. don't screw around. Yeah. The other side of it, uh, obviously a toxic one for you. The one I always heard was, uh, and not necessarily growing up, but just I heard it at some point and it stuck with me, was if you don't have time to do it right the first time, you certainly don't have time to do it right the second time. Yep. Which I think works a little better, at least for me. I I get the intention more of don't waste the time screwing it up if you're just going to end up going back and doing it again. Which is funny because so much of my life I've always... I think I know where I learned this and we won't get into that now, but I've always thought I could find the shortcut to accomplish the thing I wanted to accomplish. And yeah. and nine 
8.9 times out of 10, I end up having to go back and go through the proper channels to do the thing because that's just the way the world works. Right. And I end up wasting all that time thinking, oh, I got this. Look at this shortcut I can take. Um, um, I'd be interested offline to hear about the 0.1 times that the shortcut has worked. Oh, occasionally. Occasionally yeah. it pays off. Very, very rarely. But for the most part, hoop, jump, hoop, jump, hoop, jump. Yes. But I don't like jumping through hoops, so I'll I'll procrastinate that. Exactly. We'll get around to that later. Yeah. So, procrastination. What is it? Why do we do it? These are all the things we discussed uh, in a conversation with our guest this week. His name is Sifu Carl Romaine. He has a new book titled Unbreakable. You can find more information about him at his website, overcomingobstacles.online. Uh, he likes to refer to himself as the life coach in your pocket. So we asked him, Coach, why do people procrastinate? Well, there are many reasons why people procrastinate, but let me give you three specific reasons. The first reason is that the goals that they've set for themselves are too overwhelming. And it's like a deer in headlight, you know, they're just stuck, right? So they need to break those goals down into smaller chunks that are manageable so it's not so overwhelming and, and frightening to them. The second reason why people procrastinate, and, you know, the overall arching reason why people procrastinate is really fear-based, right? And another reason why people procrastinate is perfectionism. You know, they, they uh, want everything to be perfect, all the conditions, they want the results to come out perfectly, and they want to perform perfectly. But you know what? There's never a perfect moment. And one of the things I try to uh, share with people is that we don't want perfection, we want excellence. We want to constantly improve and get better at what it is that we're actually doing. And the third reason people procrastinate uh, is they don't ask for help. You know, when we're trying to accomplish a, a big goal, it can be daunting, and there could be many different uh, things that we have to get done. And so asking for help becomes something that's very relevant in accomplishing your goals. And sometimes asking for help is as simple as, you know, maybe asking a peer or a friend, a parent, or even hiring a coach if that's what it takes to accomplish your goals. So those are three main reasons that I believe people procrastinate. It's funny you mentioned the perfectionism uh, aspect, and that's something Zach and I were talking about before we hit record here. Is, uh, I feel like for me, I procrastinate uh, for kind of two reasons, and they both are rooted in, in perfectionism. And one is uh, self-esteem and feeling like I'm not uh, capable, yeah. I'm not good enough to do whatever the thing is, and ultimately whatever the thing ends up being is not going to be good enough to have put in the effort. Right. So it's way easier to just you know throw on a video game or – like do something that's a huge waste of time and put it off until I absolutely have to. Is that pretty common in, in what you've uh, experienced? That's, that's very common. And on the uh, podcast, Overcoming Obstacles, I actually talk about that. I talk about how self-esteem can really uh, create some challenges, you know. And what you want to do is take an honest assessment of your attributes and your skills. So if you think about a major goal that you have that you've been procrastinating on, for instance, what are the attributes or skills necessary to achieve them? And write those down. And then take an honest assessment of yourself. Maybe you ask three or four friends, uh, what do you think are some of my best attributes or skills? And you'd be surprised that uh, you probably are already in possession of the skills and attributes that you need to actually achieve your goals. My, my, my history with procrastination is long and... Um, I've been doing it forever, and mine is, is very okay. fear-based as well. It's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have a fear of failure, 
So anything <clears throat> short of perfection is a failure for me. So I get a, a little double dipping into two different areas that yeah. really drive me down a bad road. Um, I think sure. I think those are pretty common though with a lot of people. Um, so yeah, it's very common. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what people can do to get over fear of failure uh, specifically. Yeah, fear of failure is a big one, uh, and there's a couple of different uh, steps that they can take. Now, one of the things is recognizing what failure means to you. you know, for most people who succeed, we we understand that it's important to make mistakes, right? I never see failure as failure only as a learning opportunity. And I learn from my mistakes. That's how we grow. It's, it's possible. Uh, I don't know about how you came up or how you were brought up, but maybe when you made mistakes in the past, you were actually punished for it, right? Uh, and I think it's an important lesson to recognize that it's okay to make mistakes. And that's, that's part of how we're going to grow and become uh, who we want to be. Right? Or, or, the, or accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish. So I think that's one thing that uh, you definitely may want to consider really looking at is really redefining what failure means to you and, under, and then really asking yourself, okay, when I make a mistake or when I don't achieve a goal, uh, what did I learn from this? You know, how can I improve? How can I get better? But really, what did I learn from this? Um, and I think all of that will, will make a difference for you. I also think uh, a big part of that is confusing needs and wants, right? In our lives, there are certain things that we absolutely need to be alive, right? Uh, food, shelter, clothing, right? Like, you know, the necessities of life, those are our needs, right? And then there's some other things that we want, but we, we look at them and we say, I absolutely need this, right? I really need this. And uh, that mental error, that mental mistake, what we call a mental mistake in CBT, uh, really kind of prevents you or holds you back or can create this feeling of procrastination. I, I, like, I don't want to move forward because what if I don't get what I want, right? Um, so you really want to look at that. Are you creating, are you mixing up your wants and your needs? And uh, if this doesn't happen, could I live without it? Would that be okay? Uh, well, it's mentioned you talk about being able to live without it. This this gets into what I wanted to ask you about. I was reading a little bit about procrastination, and uh, aside from not accomplishing goals or not meeting the the needs or wants that you're trying to set up for yourself, but it actually there's some been some research into how bad it can be for you physically to procrastinate. Mm-hmm. Yes, what what happens is, is it can create anxiety when you confuse your needs and wants. Right, it can create this feeling of well, I can't stand when this happens, or I can't live without this. Uh, and, and anxiety is like a physical reaction to something, right? It creates, it's part of that whole uh, fight or flight syndrome, right? Yeah. And so when that happens, it's easy to get stuck. It's easy to kind of say, okay, I'm going to blow this off and not deal with this right now because I really can't handle it, right? It's, it's how you communicate with your inner self. Your thoughts create your emotions and your behaviors so having a, a different thought about it could actually change the way that you uh, go about doing things so uh, I was listening to your podcast a little bit and you were you were talking about this and uh, you sort of talked about two different elements of uh, procrastination in, in terms of the task itself and the forces that cause it can you talk a little bit more about that sure in, in terms of the task itself breaking it down into measurable manageable steps 
uh, you know, it's like that old saying, uh, how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time, right? <laughs> then try to take on the whole task in one step, right? Break it down to small portions. It's it's kind of like, uh, what was that movie where they're playing football and he's, he's speaking to the team any given Sunday and he says, football is a game of inches, right? And sometimes life is a, is a, is a game of inches. You know, every time we accomplish a goal, not only does it raise our self-esteem, but it moves us forward towards the next thing that we want to accomplish. So I think if we approach things that way, it may help us to overcome procrastination. Do you do you struggle yourself, or or did you at some point struggle with procrastination? I think everybody struggles with procrastination at some point. I think there's different levels to it, right? I think for me, uh, before uh, my accident, I felt like, oh, I had time to accomplish my goal you know I was young but my goal was to be a world champion by age 22 so you know like you're competing you're doing your thing you're kind of moving forward after my accident I definitely had a greater sense of urgency and so I think whatever areas I was procrastinating on towards accomplishing it were gone at that point it became much more relevant and I and I hope it doesn't take that for other people out there listening to this podcast to uh, move forward and take action today on on their goals, but to recognize that you know, uh, little things I do today will get me where I want to go. So just start moving forward. It's interesting you mentioned. I, I was it was I had kind of a similar uh, situation where I was involved in a bike accident a couple of years ago, and it sent me into mm-hmm. a, a, you know a pretty unhealthy spiral after that. But yeah. ha- having that sort of near death experience was sort of a trigger for me that that opened me up to you know. <laughs> any day on the way to work could be the last day on this bike or on this earth. Right. And so it, the, right. it is interesting how sometimes it takes something major like that to shake you into action to do things. But other times uh, we, we've talked about this on our show quite a bit that um, sometimes it's a, just a matter of the result of the thing you're putting off being more comfortable than not doing it. You know what I mean? Like you, right. whatever you're, whatever by by remaining comfortable and not doing it, it's really hard mm-hmm. to get motivated to do the uncomfortable thing. Sure, that's the the pain and pleasure principle. <laughs> right, right. I just talked about that in my last podcast uh, because what happens is uh, I think you you actually there's something you're gaining, right? When you're procrastinating right. and let's say you're playing video games or you're you know, maybe you're on social media procrastinating, right? Like a lot of people go scroll through their Facebook or Instagram, right? There's a pleasure that you're getting from it. And there's a pain that you're avoiding. And if you can actually look at that and think about how you can turn that around and ask yourself some questions, right? What will I gain or how will my life be different by accomplishing this goal? You know, that could help to move you forward. But that's, yeah, the pain and pleasure principle is a, a big part of uh, what you're talking about right now. So I've got a question for you to, that relates to my own procrastination. And I yeah. think a lot of people uh, struggle with this, at least the people I talk to. And I want to hear, you know, your direct advice to okay. somebody. If I asked you, you know, I procrastinate all the time. I even procrastinate working on my procrastination. Um, it's, it's just too uncomfortable for me. How, how can I, how can I put that discipline in place to take the first step to overcoming procrastination? Well, again, I would tell you first, take a full accounting of who you are, right? What have you accomplished in your life? What are some major goals that, uh, 
you, you've accomplished? What are some things that you've overcome? And write them down. And then I want you to make a list of what it took, what skills, what attributes it took to accomplish those things. And circle the ones that keep coming up for you. And what you start to notice is that you have certain skills and attributes that will actually help you in any area of your life. Then I want you to take your goal and break it down into small, measurable steps. You can begin with the end in mind, like if you say, for instance, you want to lose a certain amount of weight in three months, for example. So where do you want to be at the end of three months and work your way backwards, right? And figure out where you need to be in a week, so to speak. And then start working towards that goal. And as you have successes, those successes will raise your self-esteem. And as you raise your self-esteem, you'll raise your confidence. And I believe that will help you as well in overcoming, uh, you know, procrastination. So it sounds like it's not just a simple decision to take the next step. It's a much larger project that that one needs to really it, undertake it really is because i i believe in you know even looking at my own life that it's really about being able to assess and evaluate where am i now where do i want to go and what's preventing me from getting there we all have obstacles in our way or things that are preventing us and a lot of times it is about our thinking but it's but it's how do we change our thinking around it right how can i shift my perspective and sometimes that takes a little bit more work than simply making a decision. Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned we, we have all those obstacles, but really when it, when it comes down to it, those obstacles are only as big as we let them be. We have to just we have to make decisions about those obstacles and, and decide, am I bigger than that and can I take it down? Right, because the obstacles are only as big as your imagination. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. That's so true. <laughs> Our thanks again to our guest, Sifu Carl Romain, his website, overcomingobstacles.online, and his book, Unbreakable. And so much of what uh, we were talking about there really comes down to perspective. And you can stop procrastinating on any given project basically once the time runs out or whatever motivating factor kicks in for you. But if you have a chronic problem of procrastination, it's it sounds, at least from what uh, I got from that conversation, like that's a bigger deal. That's something that takes a little bit more time and effort to overcome. Yeah, it's it's not just something you can decide to stop procrastinating on. You really need to take a little bit of time to do some self-reflection and understand where your procrastination is coming from, why you're procrastinating, and and deal with it in an effective way. I mean, you can't just decide to stop procrastinating because – I can tell you from experience, you will procrastinate the shit out of that. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I think I think you you have to make a decision to stop procrastinating and, and learn how to say the word. But it's not enough to just make the decision. Though. Right. That's you, where it starts. You have to decide this is hurting my life in one way or another. Either I'm developing hypertension or my boss keeps busting me for this or I'm failing in school because of this. Okay, so I've decided I need to do something better. And you really need to get to the root of why am I doing this? And I think that that gets back to so many of the things we talk about on this show. Like if you have a weight problem that's not related to something medical, a lot of times that's, that is the manifestation of whatever deeper issue yeah. that you're masking or hiding from. If you 
have a drinking problem, if you have a drug problem, I mean, that rarely comes from, oh, I tried a beer once and suddenly was addicted to beer for the rest of my life. Like mm-hmm. if, if, there, if there is some problem that is creating obstacles for you, it is because there's something inside that you're not dealing with. And yeah. that is where so often we talk about taking the time to reflect and to, I know in my case, meditation is where I find a lot of those answers is that this is the heart, this is the thing that's driving me to do this destructive behavior. And then you start reaching out for help to find ways to overcome it. Yeah. So with all this talk of procrastination, mm-hmm. I have to bring up our challenge from last time. You challenged me to uh, take action on one thing that I was procrastinating, yes. right? Yes, that was a well-timed challenge. It was a well-timed challenge. And I got to say, I put it off as long as possible. <laughs> Uh, but I did take action on it last night. Last night. So interesting. Again, the clock ran out. You knew we're recording tomorrow. I yeah. need to be able to say I took action on the thing I needed to do. Yes, I do manage my procrastination based on a calendar for <laughs> yes. a, a lot of things. Absolutely. Uh, and that's just one of the the things that I use to hold myself accountable. Um, it, unfortunately, it's it's... I don't think it's a good way. I feel like I should have inner motivation to get these things done. Mm-hmm. But my inner motivation is actually pretty weak, so I have to rely on external motivation. So I didn't want to come on to this show and say, no, I didn't do it. Right. So thus I did it. But, but I, I think but I think it's important to be able to recognize. And I think maybe we talked to Gretchen Rubin about, uh, about this, was the idea that if external factors are what motivate you and you're aware of that. Yep. You can have a healthy relationship with that. You can you can realize I'm not going to do this thing until I have one hour left to do it because I know it's going to take an hour and it's not important enough to me to get uncomfortable and do it. Yep. And then once that clock ticks, you can go, okay, here I am. This mm-hmm. is where I set myself up to be and now I can do it. There's a healthy way to do that. Yeah. You don't have to... You don't have to stop procrastinating. If that's what works for you and you do really good work when you're under the gun, great. Yeah. If you get to a point where that's not happening for you anymore, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. Because um, I'm absolutely the same way. I mean, there are things that I put off. I, mean, I have I have a specific task at work that I have to do every three months, and it takes about an hour of dedicated work. But if I spent five minutes a week on it, I wouldn't have to spend that dedicated hour. Right. But I will put it off until like the day before, and the person who is in charge of it is like, hey, where's that thing? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll knock that out real quick. And it's done. Yeah. But when I'm in a situation like that, too, I've also spent the last two and a half months like thinking about it on yes. and off. So when that, when the time does come, I really just, just crank it out. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to put a whole lot of thought into it. Right. And I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I like to think about things and let it you know slowly burn over a long period of time. And then I come out with what I think is okay work and other people think is excellent work. Right, right. But uh, – I have the other the other point where where I struggle with procrastination is working out. And this is, I guess, a follow up to the challenge uh, that you made for me was um, continuing my workout program this time with the T25, Sean T's previous uh, one of his previous workouts. Um, And and so far I'm I'm on the calendar. I'm, I'm doing it appropriately. I haven't done it yet today. And this is one of the things that I struggle with every day is that if anything puts me behind in the morning, like, you know, taking too long to get out the door, taking too long to do the things I need to do. It'll haunt me all day going, when am I going to get that in? When am I going to get that in? And that can become a distracting 
force that prevents me from doing other things I need to do because I keep just going back to I need to do that thing that is my priority. So and it's hard because I want to do it. Like I, I feel like I don't really feel right until I've done it. But when I let external factors get in the way, like expectations at work, expectations from family, whatever, that's when the anxiety starts building up and, and the frustration builds up because I just want to do this thing and it doesn't take that much time, but it's dedicated time that is for me and I can't be interrupted. Mm-hmm. And finding that is really difficult. So um, that is definitely one of the places where I don't procrastinate, but if I but if I do give myself that inch where it's like, oh, I'll do that in a little bit, I've got 10 more minutes, yeah. then I get hosed and that's when it can become uh, a disruptive force for me. Yeah. I, I run into the same issue with working out because I love the feeling after a workout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. The feeling during the workout, eh, I, I could pass on. <laughs> but there's just been times where I've gone, you know, like just going backwards, right? I have to be somewhere at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. That means I need to start working out at X time because yep. that'll give me enough time to work out, shower, and then get to wherever I need to go. Yep. And then before I know it, I'm like five minutes past right. the time that I set for it. And then I'm like, well, now I don't have time for it. Right. Or and, or oh, I'm really going to have to cut that shower short. Like you start deducting minute by minute at that point. And yeah. Like, just, sometimes I just, just skip the shower and piss right. people off. <laughs> I have shown up at my daughter's bus stop to pick her up, like fully drenched in sweat. Wow. Like, because I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to work out and I don't care if the other parents see me like this. That's better than uh, showing up at the office dressed the way I'm dressed right now. That's true. <laughs> I rode in this morning and I was like, I didn't sweat that much and we're going to record the thing. I'll take a shower after that. And we'll see if I get around to it. Yeah, you should, you should probably shower now. I probably should. All right. Well, speaking of that, I'm going to go do that now. Uh, we should also mention our sponsor, Bravest Brewing Company. You were just enjoying some delicious beers the other night. You were sh- sending me pictures, you son of a... I'm all out. I got to go buy some. But uh, you can buy some on our website, thefitmess.com. Click on the link to Bravest Brewing Company. Use the promo code FITMESS10. You get 10% off your order and uh, enjoy delicious non-alcoholic craft beers. That's all we've got for you for now. We will be back in a couple weeks with a brand new episode. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us anytime on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any of the social medias. We have the email, info at thefitmess.com. Or you can call our voicemail line, 206-659-7667. Always love to hear your feedback and uh, interact with you as much as possible. And we do have the Facebook group, which we're uh, still slowly trying to get off the ground. So uh, jump over to the Facebook page and join the group, and and we will get that thing growing as quickly as possible. Thanks so much for listening and for sharing the word and and, uh, telling everyone about the show. We appreciate the support. We will be back in a couple weeks at thefitmess.com. See you. Bye.